every family represented here in this house. I thank you that not one is here by accident, but they are here by your divine appointment. And Lord, I thank you that even, Father, as my word goes forth out of my mouth, Father, let it go with the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Let it land in the hearts of the hear. Anoint every ear to hear. Let every heart be receptive, every mind be alert to receive your word, Lord, that has the power to turn any situation around. Father, it has turnaround power. It has lifting power. It has delivering power. It has increased power ability in the lives of those that receive it with gladness. I thank you, Lord, that even before your people leave out of this place, that they'll leave with a new song in their hearts declaring, look what the Lord has done. My God is a faithful God.
thank you for the precious Holy Spirit that gives us the ability to do all that you've called us to do to fulfill the great commission Lord until that trumpet blows and we get to hear those awesome words well done my good and faithful servants enter into the joy of the Lord Father we will always be careful to give you all the praise all the honor and all the glory and it's in Jesus name I pray excited for this new month? Who's in great expectation for this next half of 20? Are we 2022 already? Well, glory to God. I'm so glad that you're with us. I'm not sure if it was announced, but let me go ahead and announce it and just uh, remind you that uh, this was just actually scheduled yesterday. So if you haven't heard of this, don't, don't think anything but rejoice. Amen. Um, we are going to be having uh, evangelist Joseph Akanya with us July, one day only. Say one day only. July um, the 24th, I believe it is. Sunday morning and Sunday night. Say Sunday morning and Sunday night. He just got done with his um, miracle crusade in, I believe, I don't want to mess it up, but I believe in Nigeria. I could be wrong. But powerful miracles of the Lord. And he's going to be doing a crusade in Dallas, Fort Worth, and uh, that week weekend. And so I asked him, if you are free, we would love to have you at the Power Love Church that Sunday. Sunday morning, Sunday night, and he said he will be here. So how many of you know evangelist Joseph Akanya? You might know him as Preacher Jay. But he's going to be with us, and, and I encourage you to be here. Put that date aside. It's going to be powerful. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. We honor the office of the evangelist. Amen. And so today is also our communion service. Amen. Which I'm going to be sharing on that today. And then we're going to partake of communion, holy communion. But today... And from now on, I want you to think of it as the miracle meal. Say the miracle meal. So if you're here this morning and you need a miracle in your body or you need a healing in your body or something is not functioning the way it's supposed to function, because how many of you know that the Lord created our bodies to function in the perfection that he created us to function? Amen. And that is whole. Somebody say whole. The Bible says that Jesus took away our sicknesses, our diseases, our pains, and our sorrows. And by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. And, uh, and, the, and the correct translation for that is made whole. I love that word wholeness. Because, if there, if, because that word wholeness means complete. It means nothing missing, nothing broken. Spirit, soul, and body. Say that spirit, soul, and body. And that is the portion of the believer. And you have to be so careful that you guard yourself, you know, to think naturally. 
You are a spirit and you, you, you think spiritually. God's word, Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. And if you're not careful, you can uh, conform and adjust to the natural. And then you're going to think, well, this is the way it's supposed to be for me. This is what's happening to everybody. This is what's supposed to happen to me. But the, the way that we uh, uh, examine ourselves, it's in the light of God's word. So that is our mirror. Say, the Bible is my mirror. And I know y'all like to look at yourselves in the mirror. And not just the ladies. There's nothing wrong with that. But, but look at it first in the, in the Bible. Amen. Look at yourself in the Bible so that you know what, you're, what you should look like. Amen. See, because when you begin to discover what your life should look like, in every area, but today I'm going to be, because it is our communing service, I'm going to be sharing on, on, on healing, healing. And so um, if, when you begin, here's where the enemy never wants you to get. He never wants you to know you're right. Neither this government. Because the moment you know, see, if you don't know your rights, you don't know when they're taken away from you. If you don't know what belongs to you in the Bible, you won't even know when you're being robbed from the life that belongs to you. And Jesus said, I, I've come that you might have life. And that life is not the life as if just we're just existing. I live that life. I went to church. I went back home. And it was like that's all we did. But the, that's not the life that Jesus came to give us. He came to give us a Zoe life. That's his life. That's an abundant life with the life of Jesus living on the inside of us. Was Jesus ever sick? Was he ever depressed? Was he ever suicidal? Was he ever broke? Then my life should never, that should never be in my life. And so what happens is, is that when you begin to discover what your life should look like, then what happens, there is like a, a rebellion against the right thing. Instead of being rebellious against what God has for you, instead of making an excuse of why you can't receive what God has for you, instead of, you know, uh, 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 whatever it is, uh, 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 you know, uh, excuses of, of uh, yeah, I know God's word says this, but you, you, all, you, you have, always have something to say, but you'll never live up to the life that God has for you. But when you find out what belongs to you, and healing is one of the benefits for the body of Christ. If he took away my pains, I don't have to put up with pain of any kind. Not even pain on my toe. I'm serious because it, it has to be that way. If you tolerate something that it shouldn't be in you, you'll, it'll just grow, grow. You'll tolerate in one area, then in another area, then in another area. Before you know it, you're. But when you realize this is serious. See, because the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. It's not a game. But when you begin to discover what belongs to you, then there's a, there's a, there's a, a spiritual authority that begins to rise up on the inside of you and a rebellion towards the, 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 the aimed at the right direction towards the, your rebellion is going to grow 
towards the lies of the enemy. So that when he comes to say, this is how it's going to be in your life, you're going to, you're knowing the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. The word of God is going to rise up in you and resist every lie of the enemy. And you have authority in the name of Jesus against all. For this reason was the son of God manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Now he's given you all authority. He's given you all power. He's given you the name that is above all names. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess in heaven, on earth, and under the earth that Jesus Christ is Lord. So if sickness and disease has a name, you got to open up your mouth and say, in the name of Jesus, I command every sickness and disease to get out of my body, get out of my life, get out of my mind, and it shall obey you. Jesus said, you can say to this mountain, be thou removed. Don't talk to your mountain. Speak to it and tell it to go. What is a mountain? Any circumstances that arises in your life of any kind can be of any kind. But you have authority in the name of Jesus. Not by power, not by might, but by the spirit of God to speak to any mountain in your life and declare it to, to go. Because why? Because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. Hallelujah. And so before we take the miracle meal, and we've had testimonies in this house of the healing power of Jesus, even during communion time. Amen. Where else would you want to be if, if there's something wrong in your body in the house of the Lord? We didn't name the Power of Love Church where healing rivers flow for nothing. This is a place where healing rivers flow. And if there's anything this morning out of order in your body, today you can live healed and free in the name of Jesus. You can. You got you to gotta be determined within yourself that you will. You will. Whatever it is. Anything in the mind. Anything in, in, in your physical body. Whatever it is, any pain, you can leave out of here free and healed in the mighty name of Jesus. And if you are healed and if you are free, the same power that healed you will be the same one that keeps you healed. Amen. Say the miracle meal. Who's ready to partake of the miracle meal? Hallelujah. Let me share a little bit on, 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 on the root of it. The problem of sickness and disease is intertwined with the problem of sin and death. And what was the consequence of this? The fall of man. So sickness and disease was a result of the fall of man because of one man's transgression. Sin came about and then death. Are you with me? And sin affected our spirituality and our physicality. It did. There was no sickness and disease in the land, 
in the Garden of Eden until the fall of man. But, say but. Oh, that but is good. That could be a big but. Because it's a good but. There's good, never mind. I got to keep my mind like. Say but. Y'all sound good this morning. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Is it because you're glad you're here or because you have a long weekend? <laughs> Either or, it's good. Either or, it's good. Los dos. Ashley, so good to see you right there. All right. Praise the Lord. Or is Edwin? Okay. We'll lift him up in prayer today. Hallelujah. <laughs> Don't miss tomorrow. Come in fellowship. It's going to be fun. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's for everybody. Somebody asked, is it just for the power of love? It's for everybody. That's what we do it. Amen. Hallelujah. Say, but God's provision and redemption is as extensive as the consequences of the fall. God's provision of redemption is as extensive. It extends. It extends all the way of that which was affected because of the fall of man. There was sin, death, sickness, disease, and poverty. But the, our redemption through Christ Jesus extends all the way of that which has been affected through the fall of man. For sin, God provides forgiveness. Who's thankful for forgiveness? Who's thankful? You've been redeemed. The blood of Jesus has washed you and cleansed you and set you free. Who's thankful he doesn't remember your sin no more? As far as from the north, he's from the west, the south, or whatever. He doesn't remember them. He's th cast at them. In the, he, in, our sins were not covered. There's nothing covered. They've been washed like that button. Delete. And then you can't, it can't be retrieved. If any man is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. That word creation is, is, is a new creation. Somebody that never existed before. Brand new. Jesus makes you brand new. Thank God. All things pass away. Behold, he makes all things new. How many of you like new? How many of you are thankful? The old man is dead. That old woman is dead. I hear the husband say, praise the Lord. <laughs> Jesus, hallelujah. So for sin, God provides forgiveness. But you don't know what I did. See, I always get stuck right there because I hate people to think and live in condemnation when Christ has forgiven them. They, they live beating themselves up. Of what Jesus Christ has already for if you repented of the sin, it's gone. It's gone. Now renew your mind to that new person that you are. And every time that thought tries to come in that, oh, you're you're not, you're not, you're not free, resist it. it means come against it in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus was enough. Let me stay on healing because. I'm Well, I'm, I know that's not the trumpet because I wouldn't be here. <laughs> I know that ain't the rapture because. <laughs> I 
Praise the Lord. God is good. Amen. For sin, God provides forgiveness. For death, God provides eternal and resurrection life. Eternal and resurrection life. For sickness, God provides healing. For sickness, God provides healing. God's provision of redemption is as extensive as the consequence of the fall of man. For sin, God provides forgiveness. For death, God provides eternal and resurrection life. If the same power that rose Christ from the death lives in us, the Bible says that that same power will quicken us. It'll quicken your body. Amen. And you know what? You know that when it really impacts you is when it really hits you, the reality of it. Amen. Of the truths of the word of God. That's why Jesus said, if you, if you are my disciple and continue in my word, continue in my word, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Amen. Free. Somebody shout free. free. Hallelujah. And so for sickness, God provides healing. In Psalms 103, turn there. This is one of my favorites. Hallelujah. Somebody say glory as you're turning. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Who's going to receive their miracle this morning? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is so good. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory be to God. Jesus. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. Who heals all thy diseases. Who redeems thy life from destruction. Who crowns you with love and kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfied my mouth with good things. So that thy youth is renewed like the eagle. Say benefits. For what reason? Say, he forgives, he heals, and he redeems. Say, he forgives, he heals, and he redeems. Hallelujah. In the Amplified Classic, it says, bless affectionately, gratefully, praise the Lord. To bless the Lord means to praise the Lord. Oh, my soul. Sometimes you don't feel like it, but you tell your body what it's going to do. Amen. And all that is deepest within me, bless his holy name. Bless affectionately, gratefully, praise the Lord, O oh my soul. And forget not one of all his benefits. Do you hear that? Muy importante. The moment we begin to forget is the moment we become ungrateful. And we don't benefit of that which is ours. But if we keep him in our, in our lips, if we continually thank him and praise him and recall the wonderful things that he's done for us and, and partaken of the miracle meal, it is so powerful because that is exactly what we are doing, then you are able to receive the impact. 
already done for you. And forget not one of all his benefits. How many of you like benefits? You think Blue Cross Blue Shield got you covered? You think Cigna got you covered? You think just because you got a PPO? Or, I, or I, you know? I know about insurance. I was a medical assistant. I, had to, I was the one get, that would get approvals from your insurance company. And I'm not going to say anything about else about that. Because people got to get paid. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Thank God for the bread of his body. The blood that he shed. The benefits that we have in him. Who forgives every one of all your iniquities. Who heals each one. Yeah, but you don't know about this disease, Pastor Sandy. I don't got to know. It's included in the all. It's included in the all. All means all. Say all means all. The Bible says that every disease, even the ones not mentioned, are under the blood. Hallelujah. They can make up, invent, whatever they want to do, but it's under the blood. Hallelujah. Who forgives every one of all your iniquities, who heals each one of all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit of corruption, who beautifies, dignifies, and crowns you with love and kindness and tender mercy. Say beautifies, dignifies, and crowns me with love and kindness and tender mercy. And then verse 5 says, who satisfies your mouth, your necessity, and desire at your personal age and situation. With good so that your youth renewed is like the eagles. How is the eagles? Strong, overcoming, and soaring. I want you to say strong. strong. Say like you're strong. strong. Overcoming, Overcoming. And soaring. soaring. That's my portion. In Christ Jesus. Say strong. strong. Overcoming. Overcoming. And, soaring. and soaring. Yeah, but I feel weak. Well, let the weak say I am strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. Sometimes we feel a certain way, but that doesn't mean that's who we are. Say strong, strong. Overcoming, overcoming, and soaring. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. In Luke 4, 18, and I like it in the Amplified Classic. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me, the anointed one, the Messiah, to preach the good news the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to announce release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to send forth as delivered those who are oppressed, who are downtrodden, bruised, crushed, and broken down by calamity. Jesus Christ, the anointed one, and his anointed lives on the inside of you by his spirit. Hallelujah. So, say miracle meal. The Bible says that Jesus was teaching 
and preaching and the power of God was present to heal all their sicknesses. The power and the presence of God is present here this morning. And whatever sickness, whatever disease, or whatever is out of order will be swallowed up in the name of Jesus the moment you partake of the miracle meal. Do you believe that? Bodies are going to be strengthened. Arthritis is going to go. Whatever is swollen is going to go in the name of Jesus. Whatever headaches, pains, not being able to sleep, anxiety, worry, fear will be broken out of your life in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Now let me just share with you. There's so much to share. Jesus. Let me share revelation concerning God's will. You know you'll never. Faith begins where the will of God is known. You'll never be able to receive if you don't know that's what God wants for you. Are you with me? Faith begins where the will of God is known. And it takes faith to receive the things of God. And faith comes by knowing the will of God. And when you know that it is God's will for you to be healed and for you to be made whole, then it will be easy for you to receive it in yourself. There was a sick man, I believe he was a leopard, he came to Jesus and said, Jesus, if it is your will, if you will, thou can make me whole. And Jesus responded right away, I will. I will. He let him know, it is my will for you to be whole. And the Bible says that immediately he was healed. Say immediately. Because it was the moment that he got the will of God, the knowing the will of God, he was able to attach his faith to it and receive what God's will was for his life. But if you think that God is going around putting sickness on people, if you think that it is God that puts sickness on people to teach people a lesson or because he wants you to draw you to himself, where is that in the Bible? Nowhere. But there's people... My people, the Bible says, are destroyed for lack of knowledge. There's people that are taught that way. Oh, God, it is, you know, God wants you to be sick. God is trying to teach you something. God wants you to make you holier. God wants you to draw near to him. So he needs to keep you sick at home so that you can pray. How can you even, is it easy to pray when you're sick? No. Is it easy to do anything when you're sick? No. God is not the one that puts sickness and diseases on people. It originated from Satan, came about through sin. But thank you, Jesus, that Christ has redeemed us and set us free from the curse of the law. So, let me share revelation concerning God's will. God's will concerning healing is revealed in many ways, but I'm going to share four ways with you. According to the scripture. Number one is God's own pronounce, pronouncement. 
In Exodus 15, 26, and I have it in the New King James Version, and said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. That's not hard, is it? Not with the help of God, not with the Holy Spirit. He said, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians. Now, the correct translation is, I will permit none of the diseases that are permitted upon the Egyptians. Because God doesn't have sickness. He can't put sickness on you. So he says, I will not permit any of the diseases on you, which I have permitted upon the Egyptians. For then he declares right here, for I am the Lord who heals you. He's, he's announcing it. I am the Lord who heals you. He's not putting sickness on people. He said, I am the Lord who heals you. Aren't you glad that you serve a heavenly father that heals you? Hallelujah. Then in number two, we can see it in the ministry of Jesus. In Acts 10, 38, the Bible says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. It was God working through Christ. Jesus revealed God's will in action. And so Jesus didn't go putting sickness and disease on people. On the contrary, he went about preaching the kingdom of God, repentance, and he went about setting the captives free, healing the sick. Amen. Amen. And then on the other, number three, we see the provision of Christ's atonement. Jesus atoning. Death was complete and adequate for redeeming the whole person, spirit, soul, and body. Because of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we have been redeemed, spirit, soul, and body. Amen. And so as sin and sickness have become giants designed by Satan to destroy humanity, so has forgiveness and healing. Say forgiveness and healing. Forgiveness and healing are twin blessings designed by God to redeem us and make us whole. So Satan uses against humanity sickness, sin, and sickness. But Jesus, the blessing twins are forgiveness of your sins and healing of your bodies. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities and who healeth all thy diseases. Say all. all. And then we see it in the ongoing ministry of the church. 
Beginning in the book of Acts, Jesus commissioned his 12 disciples to heal the sick as a part of their proclamation of God's kingdom. Later we'll read that he commissioned the 70 disciples, remember? Go heal the sick, cast out devils. They went, they came back rejoicing that even the devils obeyed them. And Jesus said, don't rejoice because the devils obey you. Rejoice because your names are written in the book of life. Hallelujah. He said, devils are supposed to obey you. And then after the day of Pentecost, we see it in the early church, carried on Jesus' ministry. And here we are, fulfilling the great commission. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. You shall lay hands on the sick and they shall what? Recover. Say the miracle meal. Now the miracle meal, Holy Communion, which we are going to partake in just a few minutes. Are you ready? The Holy Communion. I'm calling it a miracle meal. Say miracle meal. Now the miracle meal is a New Testament covenant that belongs to the believer. And it guarantees, say it guarantees, a sound body, a, a flourishing health. I want you to say a sound body and flourishing health. Jesus first introduced it. And I want to show you, I want you to look at it before we partake of this. In Mark 14, 22. In Mark 14, 22, and through verse 24, he said, and as they did eat, Jesus took the bread, Mark 14, verses 22 through 24. I guess I should give you a minute. I hear pages slipping. It's good to know people bring their Bibles. Hallelujah. How many have your Bibles? Just wave them. Like you just don't care. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That's your mirror. Amen. In Mark 14, 22, it says, And as they did eat, Jesus took the bread and blessed it and broke it and gave to them and said, Take, eat. This is my body. And he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them. And they all drank of it. And he said unto them, this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many, which is, which is shed for many. And then in another area, he said, do this in remembrance of me. And then in another area, Jesus, when he took it, he says, I'm doing this one last time, but you, you'll keep doing it. He says, but the next time we do it, we're going to, you know, we're going to partake of that meal with Jesus. The last time he took it with him, he says, we're going to do this together the next time we see each other. How awesome is that? And how powerful is that? That he left us the miracle meal. Yes, we have the Holy Spirit. Yes, we have, you know, the anointing of God on the inside of us. But he left us this to do. Amen. Do that in remembrance of me. In John 6, 55, he told the people. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. In other words, Jesus is saying, I am giving you the highest 
form of nutrients you will ever need for sound and health and vitality. The miracle meal, Jesus said, for my flesh is meat and my blood is drink indeed. He's saying, I am giving you the highest form of nutrients. Is this an instruction of the Lord or not? It is. Is there power in this in partaking of the Holy Communion? Oh, there is. Hallelujah. Can miracles happen during communion? Oh, if you put your faith in the bread and in the blood, yes, miracles can happen. They've happened before, and I believe they'll happen today. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Jesus is saying, I am giving you. The highest, I don't ever want you to see communion again the same. Is communion should only be taken at the house of God. It should be taken at the house of God, but you can take it at home. Are you with me? I am giving you the highest form of nutrients you will ever need for sound and health and vitality. He further described that value of the spiritual meal in John 6, 48. In John 6, 48, let's go there. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Who's glad they came this morning? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. In John 6, 48, and we'll read. It says, I am that bread of life. He says, your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. He says, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the, for I will give. What verse was that? I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. And listen to what Jesus said. Jesus said here, the manna God gave Israel to eat in the wilderness do you remember that? You can read in the book of Exodus that God uh, provided manna for the children of Israel. And they did eat, the Bible says. And it was bread from heaven. Say bread from heaven. And this bread that God provided for them, it was extraordinary. It was extraordinary and it was strange. You know why? Because the Bible says... In Psalms 105, 37, 
It says that they, that for 40 years, they ate the meal. For 40 years, I want you to say this, 40 years. 40 years. They ate the meal, and during this 40-year span, the Bible specifically says there was not one feeble person amongst them. There was not one feeble person amongst them, nor were their legs swollen, nor did they get tired, neither did they develop any form of anything, because the bread that God had provided for them had preserved them for the 40 years they were on their journey. Now, do you believe this? And I can hear some people's minds saying, well, that was back then because, see, back then they didn't have McDonald's. Back then they didn't have drive-thrus drive like, you know, like, like we have now. If you're always going to give an excuse of why you're going to be sick, why you're going to be defeated, why you're going to be broke, you're going to always be defeated, you're always going to be sick, and you're always going to be broke. But the moment you start taking God at his word and applying it, then you're always going to see what God has for you in his word. And you don't, you don't take God's word based on what's happening in somebody else's life. You take God's word because God has said it unto you. And God said, have I spoken and have I ever felt to bring it to pass in your life? No. The Bible says that God watches over his word and he, conform, he uh, uh, performs his word. Amen. If he said there was not one feeble person among them, there was how many feeble among them? None. Feeble, physical, weak. Even as from age or sickness, frail, weak intellectually, lacking in volume, brightness, lacking in force, strength, or effectiveness, there was not one feeble person amongst them. Hallelujah! You know how awesome it is that in Exodus 16 we can read where they were instructed to take some of that manna and put it in the Ark of the Covenant as a testimony. As a testimony that God had preserved his people. As a testimony that God had preserved his people. And Jesus said, your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which coming down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. Jesus was talking about himself. I am the bread of life. He that eateth of me shall never die. If it can pres preserve us from ever dying, it will preserve us from ever having to put up with sickness and diseases here on this earth. Come on, if you believe that, give the Lord some praise. Because even though that manna was great, even though the manna was great, it doesn't compare with what Jesus has done today. If that manna was great, it doesn't even compare with the Holy Communion. It doesn't because the Holy Communion represents the body of Jesus and the blood of Jesus. If that manna was great, how much more the Holy Communion that Jesus Christ has left for the body? Mm, Jesus. Jesus. 
Jesus. Jesus. Jesus. I hate sickness. I hate disease. I hate poverty. I hate anything that Jesus Christ, uh, uh, um, I hate, uh, uh, let me say it right. I hate everything that, that the devil does in people's lives. But I love what Jesus Christ has done to redeem us from the works of the enemy. And I'm here to tell you, we don't have to put up with anything, anything that the devil throws at you. Are you with me? The last time you suffered any form of affliction can be the last time you ever suffer from it. In Jesus' name. There's power in the miracle meal. There's power in the blood of Jesus. We're not just going to sing about it. Thank you for spilling the blood of your body, for breaking the bread. I think I'm singing it wrong, but you get the point. What good is it to sing something that we don't believe? And we do believe it in this house. Not that we don't. We do. But it has to be real personal to you. Hallelujah. Jesus loves you. Say strong, strong. soaring, and overcoming. That's my portion. Nothing compared with what Jesus is offering you today. The Holy Communion. The Holy Communion. If the manna did that in the time of old, the miracle meal is of a much higher quality. Is of a much higher quality. Hallelujah. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Everything you do in God is by faith. Everything we do is by faith. We, we come here by faith. We, the just shall live by faith. Everything we do, the just shall live by faith. Faith in the living God. Faith in the, in the Son of God. Faith in the Word of God. Amen. Everything we do, we do it by faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And this meal, this miracle meal, is designed for strength, health, and longevity. Strength, health, and longevity. I'm going to believe that till the day we go. Strength, health, and longevity. If you take it with faith or in faith, you can expect strength, health, and longevity. You can expect that the numbers of your days will be fulfilled here on this earth. You don't have to fear that am I going to make it? Am I going to live? There's all this going around. What am I going to do? You're going to put your faith in all that God has done for you. And when you live in it and abide by it, what God has done through the dead, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, you can expect that he will keep you strong, healthy, and that the number of your days will be fulfilled. Resist the enemy in any area that he tries to come and paint a picture that you're not going to live long. Are you with me? When he starts giving you a picture of your funeral, in the name of Jesus, unless you want to go home. If you want to go home, that's another thing. But the Bible says that the numbers of your days will be fulfilled. Not in weakness, not in pain, 
Not in lack, not in insufficiency, not having to be treated strong, healthy, and overcoming. How many of you believe that? How many of you are thankful? Can I share something else before we partake of communion? So, I, you know, we do this once every, every first Sunday of the month. How many of you appreciate that we do that? How many of you are thankful? You know, we got to do it more than ever. Amen. More than ever. And if you put your faith in, in the miracle meal, I'm telling you, your faith cannot be on anything else. This is it right here. Amen. This will take care of from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Anything that is abnormal, anything that is not, you know, what happens when if your car messes up, you take it to the maker because the maker has every part and knows every detail of it. Well, when you partake of the miracle meal, it's like you're putting your hands in the in the in your makers. He'll go in your it'll go through the top of your head through the soles of your feet if there's anything out of order beginning with your hair all the way to your toenails or under your feet the creator knows exactly how to fix it how to fix it i'm telling you right now whatever it is a rash itch Anything that's causing discomfort, I'm serious. Whatever it is, from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share something with you. So it's not something we just do, oh, you know, Sunday of the first, Sunday of the month, let's just do it. give me the bread, give me the juice, and, you know, we do it in a hurry. No. Are you saved? Have you given your life to Jesus? Have you repented of your sins? Glory to God. Let's partake of what Jesus has instructed us to do. Holla, help me out, sister. Am I good? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't get it at first, but I said, if my hair is ever sticking out, please let me know. And I seen Jessica go like, I'm like, is there something going on over there? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Say faith. So we honor the Lord's table in obedience and faith in his word. Amen. Say obedience and faith in his word. And we expect to receive that which it tells us in his word. You see, here's another thing. You know, you know, God expects things of us. How many of you know that? He expects things of us. He expects to live in, 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 in our new lives in him. Holiness, righteousness, and obedience to his word. Amen. Doers of the word. Hallelujah. And, and, and the blessing of God is attached to that. But you know, God also wants you to expect him to do what he said he will do. I think some people miss it there because, you know, you know God requires things of you. But you know, God wants you to believe and expect that he will do what he says he will do in his word. Are you with me? The Bible says he who comes to God must believe that he is God and that he is a rewarder. Of those that diligently seek him. Say God is a rewarder. So God wants you to, you know, take it in, as an act of obedience and in faith in his word. And he wants you to expect to receive that which it tells us in his word. Amen. The communion. The miracle meal. The flesh and the blood of Jesus. 
is one of the mysteries of God designed to actualize the flow of eternal life in you. Designed to actualize the flow, say the flow, of eternal life in you. It is designed to renew, say renew, and transfuse the flow of that Zoe life in you. To renew and transfuse the flow. That's why I say from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. That Zoe life in you and that Zoe life in you is immune to all forms of sickness and diseases in your body. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Oh, hallelujah. Now the flesh. Jesus gave details. This is going to make you excited. Because Jesus gave details for the nutritional value of his flesh. Say nutritional value. Okay, you think that diet was good, and it is good. But first and foremost, spiritually. Amen. Now take care of yourselves. You're supposed to. Eat healthy, eat good. But first and foremost, apply this to your life. Are you with me? And Jesus, in his word, gave details of the nutritional value of his flesh when he told his disciples in John 6, verse 50 and 51. He said, this is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. Jesus said, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, say his flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. So anyone who eats of that bread, which is his flesh, the Bible says, shall not die. I'm going to give you two examples of the significance of the life in this meal out of the word of the Lord. Now, the first example I want to give you, you can find it in Exodus 7, and you can just write it down. We're going to go into the second part of the service, which is take communion. The first example, you can find it in Exodus 7. And here in Exodus 7, we see Moses had a rod that the Bible describes as the rod of God. Say the rod of God. Now, God had instructed him and Aaron. The rod, God had told them to cast it down before Pharaoh as a sign that he was going to perform. So this rod was cast down before Pharaoh, and it turned into a serpent. You can read it for yourself in Exodus 7. They had a rod. God instructed them as a sign of his power. They were going to throw it. Uh, uh, in, in front of Pharaoh, and the, ro the rod turned into a serpent. But the story didn't end there. Pharaoh called his magicians, and they brought rods. And the Bible says that they did the same thing. They threw the rods down, and their rods also turned into a snake. But something amazing happened, because the Bible says that uh, Moses' rod swallowed up 
ate Pharaoh's magician's rods. They did the same. That's how the enemy does. He'll always try to, you know, everything God does, the enemy will counterfeit it. Because he's a counterfeit. He'll, he'll he take everything that is of God and he'll pervert it. And he'll try to do, but there is no match. Say there is no match. We serve the living God. Hallelujah. We serve the one that conquered and made us more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. So Moses' rods ate up the rods of the magicians. But if you notice something, that when Moses took up the rod, the Bible doesn't say that the rod changed in size or grew or because it was magicians and rods, several rods with an S at the end. And Moses had one rod, and Moses' rod ate the, the other serpents and swallowed them up. And the Bible says nothing about Moses' rod changing in size or, 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 or in shape or in form. Are you with me? When Moses took up his rod, it was still the same size. There was no sign that it had swallowed the other rods. Now, from Isaiah's prophecy in Isaiah 11.1, 1, we understand that Jesus is the original rod of God. It's important for you to know this. Jesus is the original rod of God. He is the rod that came down from the stem of Jesse. What does this mean? The interpretation of it is, of this relation to the miracle meal of the communion, is that when the rod Jesus enters into us in form of the flesh, when we partake of the miracle meal, that miracle meal in us and our faith in it, it will swallow up anything in your body, anything ravaging your body, anything causing illness in your body. The moment we partake of the miracle meal because it represents the body of Jesus and the blood of Jesus, the moment we partake of it, everything out of order in our bodies will be swallowed up by the power of God through the miracle meal. Does that mean anything to anybody? Some of you are saying, give me the bread and give me the blood right now, Pastor. I'm almost done. Worship team, you can come up here. The other example, you can find it in 2 Kings 4. And here we read an encounter, and I paraphrased it for the sake of time, but you can read it. We read where one of the sons of the prophets had gone out to gather herbs to add to their pottage for lunch. On his return, he added the herbs to the food. And all the sons of the prophets sat down to eat, the Bible says. But when they tasted the food, their entire body system turned upside down. And they cried out to Elijah saying, there is death in the pot. I want you to say there is death in the pot. 
What does death in the pot means? It means there is the presence of poison. Oh, this, this, listen, you can take this with you. You can take this with you. Hallelujah. And you don't have to fear. You don't have to fear. Because God is near. He's in you and he's given you the miracle meal to partake. That is powerful because it signifies his body and his blood. And when you take it in faith, it'll swallow up anything that is out of order in your body. Hallelujah. Death in the pot means the presence of poison in the food. They didn't know. They didn't know. And Elijah's response was this. 2 Kings 4.41. Then bring meal. Then bring meal. Bring flour. When he threw it in the pot, when he threw that flour in the pot, there was no more harm, the Bible says. What he threw in swallowed up all the poison in the pot. He said, bring meal. Bring me some flour. Now, there's no power in the flour. Just like there is no in the, in, the, in the thing. But it was the obedience, the significance of it, that brought about the empowerment. When he threw that flour in the, in the, in the pot, the Bible says that all the poison in the pot was swallowed up. That flower that he threw it, swallowed it up and took it out of the meal. Oh, hallelujah. Glory be to God. The flesh of Jesus the bread of, is the bread of life. Is the covenant meal that neutralizes in your body. It takes care of every poison, every disease, any abnormality. And if the meal that Elijah, if the flour that Elijah threw into the pot could have caused an effect in an instant to the poison of the body, then imagine what the original meal of the body of Jesus will do for you today. That's why the Bible says, you know, Sometimes we think, oh man, they, the, the, the Red Sea departed. Manna came down from heaven. The Bible says that we have a much better covenant established upon much better promises. We have it more, go, better. God was with them. God was for them. But God was not in them. Oh, hallelujah. Glory be to God. If the meal, the flour that Elisha threw into the pot, could affect an instant the, and, and, and cause the, the meal to be the poison of the body of the people that had in, eaten it. Imagine what the meal that represents the body of Jesus will do for you today. That is why Jesus said, if you eat of me, you will have eternal life. My life replaces the death in your pot. Just as the death in the pot was destroyed by Elisha's meal, when you put it in your body. It is very important, people of God. Everything. There's times, there's sometimes that you, you know, you put, there's, 
you know, you, there, things happen in your body because you ignorantly, it might even put things in your body, you know, that cause, you know, sickness and diseases. You know, you, you'll eat something without knowing. You'll take something without knowing. You know, you inject something without knowing, and it'll cause trouble in your life. But I'm here to tell you that there's nothing that has gone into your body that has caused any form of abnormality that when you take the miracle meal, the blood of Jesus will reverse it and turn it around for your good in the name of Jesus Christ. No matter what it is, anything tearing up your body, breaking down your defenses in your body, whatever it is that has come into your body, the blood of Jesus Christ will make you whole. Make you whole in the name of Jesus. Any form of poison, any form of stomach disorders, chest problem, heart disease, blocked arteries, any form of body poison, any kind that has caused abnormalities in your body as you partake of the miracle meal in the name of Jesus believed that it'll be swallowed up. It'll be swallowed up in victory in Jesus' mighty name. How many of you believe that? I want everybody that wants to partake of communion. Let me do this. Let me do If you're here this morning, first and foremost, listen to me very careful. We're about to get ready to close. Are you glad you came today? 